episode. I am going to try and do better with dropping an episode more frequently compared to how I've been doing. But today, I felt I was going to do this episode a little differently. I actually had recorded myself on video doing this episode um, and was going to release a video on my Instagram and Facebook. But when I thought about it, one, I tried to upload it and Instagram was just taking far too long to do it. It still hasn't uploaded. And then two, when I thought about it, it was music playing in the background because I was in the car and it may not even, and I was just going to like transform it, whatever the word is, but just upload it here without the video to uh, my different platforms. And I realized that it was music in the background and that it may actually flag it for copyright issues. So I'm just going to re-record it. So here we go. So the title, uh, the reason for this episode is because I just want to lead with this. Um, I think the first recording of this episode hits so much harder and so much better for me. It's a lot rawer. It's a lot more raw. I don't know if raw raw or is a word um, or not, but I think it's a lot more raw for me in the form in which I did it earlier. But I'm just gonna re-record it here, and there are several things that by the end of this episode, I'll let you know what like the like 2020 is hindsight is 2020, right? So by the end of this episode. It'll make sense of where I'm going and the direction and what I want people to take from it or what my overall message is for it from my life. And again, this is therapy for me. This is me practicing therapy outside of therapy. I don't journal because, again, like I said in the past, I write all day, every day. The last thing I want to do is write out my feelings. So here we go. Um, And I just... I'm going to say it like this. A lot of people be playing in my face. And I think for a lot of time, I've allowed people to play in my face because it's just a lot of stuff that I can't give attention to. And simply because I didn't know how to address certain things without coming completely out of character. So a lot of I let a lot of stuff slide. And most times, people learn to treat you based on how they see you respond to things and how they see other people treat you. And what I mean by that is, like, if you're in a group of people and this one person respects you, but everybody else around you playing in your face, and they see you not doing nothing, eventually that person is going to try to play in your face. That's just my belief. What I'm saying is not law. That's just what I found has been relevant for my life that once a person see that you let a lot of stuff go they'll see how far they can go with you and I feel like that's where a lot of people are with me they seeing how far they can go with me because I just been let a lot letting a lot of stuff slide and I ain't been letting a lot of stuff slide for the sake of other people I've been letting a lot of stuff slide for the sake of me because I realized that 
once I'm up there, like I'm up there and it takes me days to come down. And I'm not saying in a sense of like, I want to fight or like, I'm just constantly like getting into it with people for days. What I'm saying is like, I beat myself up, up about it. Once I come out of character and once I get there, like I dwell on that. And it takes a lot of, a lot of my, like I will stay in bed to avoid and to avoid my feelings to and avoid anything that I have to do because that's what my mind is and I'm in a space where I can't I can't afford that like everything that I'm doing right now is expensive and not expensive financially expensive mentally and time-wise like I can't afford to be in a mental space that keeps me from being productive because I have to function at a high level of productivity throughout the week and I already deal with anxiety so when my anxiety is is getting the best of me it's already hard for me to function so if I do if at any point in time I come out of character and address certain things and it just so happened I'm having a moment where my anxiety is high like that's not good for me and that's expensive for me <laughs> not that I'm spending money on it, but it's a lot of uh, time and mental recovery that goes into that. So it's just, for me, it's just, I've learned that it's not a good thing because I, I bottom out and I can't afford to bottom out right now. Like I'm in my prime. And what I mean by I'm in my prime is that like, <laughs> I just, checked off one of the biggest goals on my goal list professionally and I'm just now getting started like just getting started so with that being said it's just time for me to um just get rid of things that are mentally taxing mentally expensive um from around me and in my space because I need I need just to be in a good space mentally and when I'm not I need not to have things that exasperates exacerbates the feelings that I'm already feeling um, and so I say that to say that this podcast, this episode is titled The Low Vibrational Psychologist, okay? <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. And let me stop playing with y'all and really get into what this episode is about. Give y'all my little tidbits, my little takeaways and all that. Um, but... So, all in all, I just want and need, I don't need, I do, I need, I'm not going to say I don't need because I do need. I need if if you're going to be around me to not, one, not throw my profession and what you perceive to be my pay grade and tax bracket in my face for the sake of trying to one-up me in an argument. Um, And what I mean by this is that if we 
in the midst of a disagreement. And I don't even want to call it an argument because that has a very negative connotation. And I don't feel like every disagreement is an argument. I think you can disagree with somebody without it being an argument. So I'm just for the sake of making my point, I'm going to use disagreement. Um, because again, every conversation is not an argument. I'm going to need you not to say things like, well, you would know you the doctor or you, you the doctor, ain't you? Like very sarcastic things to me or things like, well, you ain't, you in a certain tax bracket, certain, certain stuff like that, you know? Because that really gets the people going. And by the people, I mean the, the many thoughts that I have in my head. That really, that really, that's that's a, hmm, that's a button for me. And when you push it, <laughs> I have to try really hard to contain myself. Because I don't know what that has to do with anything. And I say that to say this. I am as humble as they come. In the previous episode, I talked about how I realized how humble I was and how... It is important for you to get away from the people that you're around and the environments that you're around to just have an understanding of who you are as a person, free of anybody else's thoughts and opinions of you that you internalize that you don't even realize you internalize until you really sit and think about it. That being said, I am very, I'm as humble as they come. Like I, anybody that know, that really know me, and I'm not saying like, Okay, we didn't we didn't went out for drinks and you could say like you've been in my space or we didn't hung out. I'm talking about people that have really took the time to understand me, really understands that I'm really humble. Like I will give a motherfucker the shirt off my back. And I'm gonna tell you why I say that, because that's not necessarily being humble, but I'm gonna reroute to that. I will literally get a person the shirt off my back and walk around with no shirt on, titties out. And I care as long as they have, as long as they feel comfortable within themselves. That's the type of person I am. That's how humble of a person I am. That I will put my pride and my ego aside to make other people around me feel comfortable. That's the nurturer in me. That's the empath in me. And that's the compassionate side of me. So what we not going to fucking do is throw whatever I got, all of my accolades in my face because I worked hard for this shit and you're not going to make me feel bad about it. I'm sad, like, for the longest, I've let people make me feel bad to the point where, I, like, I'm not even going to say almost. I have dimmed my light lights a lot. I don't pop my shit enough. My confidence is not as nearly as where it could be and where it should be in terms of who I am and what I do. Let's Let's just... Let's go there with it. And so in this moment right now, I'm declaring that if that's the type of fucking energy you have around me, get the fuck from away from me. And I say that I'm not mad about it. I don't, I, I'm not going to say I don't feel no type of way about it, but I'm going to say I'm not mad about it because it definitely makes me feel some type of way because I work hard to make sure that anybody around me eats. And I, when I say eat, I don't mean like literally literal food. I mean, it's whenever and whatever for the motherfuckers that I, I give a fuck back. Literally will operate off one hour of sleep and find the energy off that one hour of sleep to put a fucking smile on my face to do the fucking most for the people around me. Like, that's how serious I am about it. Like, I, I'm not cursing because I'm mad. I'm cursing because the, that's the, the that's. 
what like I need y'all to feel this. And sometimes that's the only how people feel 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 things is when like certain words are used to know people people serious. And for me, that's how serious I am because if you feel inferior when I'm around and intimidated in my presence or feel some type of way about what I got on, I guarantee got going on, I guarantee you it's not because I made you feel that way. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but you can never say, nobody can ever say that I've intentionally sat around and tried to make them feel low. I tried supporting people that don't even fucking support me, that can get that can see me on fire on the side of the street and wouldn't even spit on me. Okay, wouldn't even do the baby bab- babbling spit. Not even the hawking up the spit, but the baby babbling spit type shit. They'll let my ass sit there and fucking burn to the fucking ground until they see me in ashes. So, when I, so when I, I don't want that type of fucking energy around me. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't want that energy around me. And I say that to say this because once you poke, when, if you keep poking a bear, that bear is going to wake up. And again, I'm on, I'm on this, this journey with myself. And like I keep telling y'all, like I really got in the field with that man above. I'm still in the field with that man above to be a better me. Next thing I'm going to work on is my mouth. I enjoy cursing because it's fun, because it ignites something in me that I feel like that I explained in the episode, the last episode, where like I live a life where I have to guard myself and watch what I say and, and watch how I say it. That when I curse, it, it it's this sense of like freedom, right? But... On this walk with journey, on this walk and journey with God, this walk with journey, on this walk and journey with God, like, there are certain things that I'm praying to come up out of, and guarding, part of guarding my tongue and watching my tongue is also the amount of cursing that I do in the, re- in the situations in which I'm cursing, right? So, But when you keep poking a bear, that's what you're going to get. Like, you're going to get you're gonna get that side of me. And I feel like I'm constantly being poked and poked and poked and poked and poked. And it's not by people that I would expect to poke me. Like, it's not by people that I'm not friends with anymore. It's not by family members that I don't associate with. It's not by, it's the people that's closest to me that I, like I said, I will give the shirt off my, my back. Like, literally. We'll take this off and and not even, like, it's cold outside. We'll give you my coat. Like, I don't even like, I don't like heels because of my foot. But we could be sitting in the middle of a, of a club. I got uncomfortable shoes. You complaining about your feet hurt. And I'll give you my shoes. And we can switch shoes. That's the type of individual I am. Like, don't, so don't. Don't play in my face because I don't say much to the people that decide to try me. The reason why I don't say much is because in my daily prayers, I'm praying, like I said, for God to guard my tongue to control and change the way I react to things. So don't think you can try me. And then don't think you can try me by way of throwing my profession and what I've accomplished in my face because I'm as like I said I'm as humble as I come you can as they come (laughs) like you can ask anybody around me that know me that really be around me I'm not this person 
that throw my degree, my title, none of that, how much I make. I don't throw none of that in, in people's face because that ain't, one, how much I make ain't nobody business. I let y'all continue to think y'all know what how much I make um, or how much I should be making because <laughs> that's comical too considering the fact that I'm in education and nobody take education serious. So uh, don't even speak on how much you think I should be making considering the field in the sector that I am in in psychology. So let's just go there. Um, secondly, it's just not nobody business. Like, it's not nobody business, and it's not my place to make somebody feel bad about their journey in life just because I'm approaching where I want to be professionally. That's not my job to make anybody feel bad about that. So, again, I really don't feel like it's my place to make anybody feel bad about where they are in life and where they are on their journey of life and what they see for themselves. Um, so that being said, like, just keep my profession out of it. You want, you want to win. Like, I'm not in, like, I don't have disagreements with people for the sake of winning. I have disagreements with people for the sake of understanding their perspective. So if the only reason you want to have a disagreement with me or argument with me is to win. Baby, you got it. I'm no longer doing that with people and I no longer want people around me that do that. Okay. Um, so that's first things first. That's the first thing I wanted to address in this little, uh, podcast episode. It's not little, (laughs) but that's the first thing I wanted to address. Like I'm, really not in the business for that because I know that's not the energy that I put out intentionally. That's not the energy that I have set to put out um, at all. I don't even brag on half the shit that I could brag about. I don't pop my shit about half the things that I can pop my shit about. And that's what makes me me on this journey. That's what makes me and fuels me to grow closer to God, to stay that way. Because I'm going to get bigger. <laughs> I'm claiming that. I'm going to be as big as I want to be and what big looks like for me. Not what big looks like for society and social media and everybody else around me, but for what big looks like for me. And I'm only going to continue to grow into the person that I want to be to reach my fullest potential And so it's important for me to stay on this path with God to stay humble so that I'm never in a moment where I'm intentionally coming off. And if somebody feels that way, I can apologize that they felt that way. I may not be apologetic for what I said because what I say is, you know, is... um, I don't want to say my truth. I feel like that's overplayed. It's played out with a lot of these other words. But that's my perspective. That's my observation of a situation. But I will always apologize for how I made you feel in that moment. Because those were never my intentions. And I think that's the key. You don't all, You don't have to be remorseful about what you said if you truly believe and that's your perspective and your way of thinking 
but you you should apologize when you hurt people. Like you can, two things can exist. I can still feel the way that I feel about whatever the situation is, but I could also be apologetic and remorseful for how it made you feel if that was not my intention. And I think people don't understand that. Like, you can apologize for how it made a person feel. Like, there's nothing wrong with apologizing if you hurt somebody's feelings. That does not mean you feel less about what you said. It just means that your intention was did not match up with the landing of how whatever you can whatever you said came off. So for me, that's important on this walk of God with God. All in all, right? Just to keep me grounded, to keep me humble, to keep me grateful, um, to keep me unforgetful. Um, yeah, that's just what that is. And and so and so with that, it's just like I have come to the I have like I hate the phrase. I'm not gonna say I hate it. But it doesn't sit well with me when people say, like, when you tell somebody that the way people showing up for you hurts your feelings or you feel some type of way about the way people show up for you because it's not the same way in which you show up for them and people retort with, oh, oh, well, you can't expect you from people or I don't expect me from people. I don't expect me from people either. I'm unique. I'm I'm one of one, like. It's only one of me on this earth that I know of. God has only created one of me. <laughs> I'm the only person that I, I'm the only sailor that I know. So I know at my very being that people are not going to be me and do exactly and move exactly how I move. But that don't mean that they can't put forth the same effort to be, to treat me how I treat them. And I'm not like, I want to undo that whole phrase. Um... Because, yes, that phrase is valid, and yes, that phrase is accurate, but in moments where people are expressing their feelings about how people make them feel, that invalidates their fucking feelings. Period, point blank. Like, it invalidates it. So because these people not me, or because I, I shouldn't expect me from people, I don't have a right for my feelings to be hurt, or I don't have the right to have that expectation to get back what I put out there. Nah, hell nah, fuck that. Period. Like, I just, th- that's just what it is. Fuck it. Like, I just don't think that that is a solid rebuttal when people are telling you that something hurt, has hurt their feelings. I just don't believe that. I refuse to believe it. And I'm not going to believe it. So that being said, I no longer want people, and I'm not talking about just, how can I put this? I really don't. It really don't matter, right? Because it's true to you, podcast. I'm being true to myself. I'm being honest. I'm being 100. I'm being real, right? I really don't want people that's not on the same mental wave like this to me and I around me. And when I say that, I don't mean like somebody perfect. I mean that if I can be understanding so why you not showing up for me? You need to be understanding to why I'm not showing up for you. You need to consider my feelings the same way I consider your feelings. I'm not saying you got to be the most emotionally intelligent because I promise you my emotional IQ 
it's it's up there. I feel like it's up there. I might be wrong. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't tested it. But I feel like a, I can. I feel like I can confidently confidently say that it's higher than most people within the circumstances that I've come from. Um, and that's not a a, a that's not to put nobody down about where they are on that that spectrum um, of like intelligence emotional intelligence that's just to say that I feel like I've went through uh, years of training which I had to with school to get to a level of emotional understanding that I am now to see things from different perspectives and to not see things as black and white but like a lot of people where I come from see things as black and white and I've come through training I've come to see that there's a lot more gray area than there is a black area and there is a white area um which is why I think everybody needs therapy because you don't need to go through years of schooling to realize that. However, I think therapy can bring that out of you. Um, I also think that's the importance of seeing the world. Hence my, why I said what I said in my previous episode about that video being detrimental to black people specifically. I think that that's why I think you can gain those things, not just through school in a book, but through your experiences in life, like seeing that there's more to you, more to life and there are gray areas and everything is not black and white. And there's more than your perspective that exists out there. And just because it's not your perspective don't mean it's wrong. And just because it doesn't align with your morals and values don't necessarily mean it's wrong. Like I think wrong and right, right and wrong is subjective um, in terms of what you value morally. And so, I say that to say, um, I just don't want people around me that can't see past themselves. Or, in order to express their emotions, they have to result to combative ways. Because that's not where I am. And I know how much it takes for me mentally to be a verbally combative person and I don't want to be that person and I say verbally combative because I don't really like fighting I I ain't even that I don't really like fighting I don't like fighting I think that physical violence should be the last resort to anything I feel like you should be able to disagree no matter how heated the argument or the conversation gets without without resorting to violence that's just my stance I'm always stand on it I think conflict resolution is important that's just me personally that's where I am in life I'm not gonna say that I was always there because in my previous relationship like these hands was quick so yeah (laughs) but I just don't but even in those situations I didn't like fight I was not a person that liked fighting I just was leading with emotion in those moments and did what I felt was right based on where I was emotionally and mentally in those moments. But here now I live a life that matches my words and that I just don't think that fighting, well, I'm not going to say I live, I'm trying to live a life and I'm working towards living a life that matches my words and the words being I just don't think fighting is ever necessary, like ever. I think 
there are ways, unless, unless, let's see a bit, you're actually, like, somebody actually physically assaults you and you're defending yourself. Like, self-defense is the only time I think fighting is necessary. And I don't think self-defense is a matter of, okay, she told me I wasn't going to do shit, so I'm going to jump up and show her that I'm going to do shit. That's not self-defense. That's you lacking conflict resolution skills and being operating out of pride, emotion, and ego. That's what that is. So, <laughs> that being said, I unless somebody physically touch you to the point or pull out a gun, pull out some kind of weapon, where there, where you feel like you're immediate dan- in immediate danger, I don't feel like violence is the answer. So that being said, I feel as though it takes a lot for me to be verbally combative, and I think it's a, a long recovery period with me being verbally combative with anybody because once I'm up there, I'm up there, and like I see red, like I, I blank and I black, and it's only a few people that have seen me in that light, like, and seen, like, me coming back from that shit, like, they seen, like, they know what I look like physically, they know where I am physically, they know, like, I'm not, I I just, it's just not good for me, it's not healthy, I don't like the person I am when I'm in that, so, if you don't match my level of, okay, (laughs) understanding of our like if if the relationship is one-sided I guess that's the best way I could put it without it seeming like I'm saying something else but or like talking down but if you don't match where I am in terms of what I give out emotionally and mentally and it feels one-sided in terms of me always giving 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 and being the one to understand and then the moment that, you know, I'm not operating in the tailor that you feel like I should operate in or the tailor that makes you comfortable. You ready to bug up on me and disrespect me? I don't want your ass around me. And I say that because I'm working hard to be a better person, to be a better friend, to be a better sister, to be a better cousin, to be a better daughter, to be a better partner for my future spouse because I was reckless as hell in my previous relationships in terms of my mouth and my hands. Like, I don't... I don't want to be there anymore. (laughs) I don't want to be there anymore. So if you can't give me that, I don't want you around me and you can stay from around me. And that's just what it comes down to. Like I genuinely don't want people like that around me because if you can't take a step back to out of your anger and out of your emotion, even if that means like, all right, bro, I ain't going to talk to you. I'm going to put you on ice for a few days and then we reroute back to it. When you're calm, cool, and collected and can talk like you have some sense, I don't want you around me because I value relationships. I see the value in relationships. Again, going back to the last episode that I did, I talked about the value of the, the value of cherishing and maintaining, establishing and maintaining relationships and what that means for me now as an adult. And because now as an adult, I can't operate as a child in relationships because my relationships are what get that's what's getting me through those are the things that are getting me through those relationships when I'm having my 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 worst days the days where I feel like like bro I'm just gonna you know 
just leave it where it's at and, and do what it is that is going to bring, like, going to bring me that temporary satisfaction for not being in this space. Like, I have people around me in those relations, those friends and those family members that are, like, give me those, like, keep going up, you know, you got this, you know, or will listen to me vent. So I cherish those relationships. If you don't cherish our relationship enough, I also cherish my, my relationships enough not to say half the shit that I think when when certain situations arise because it's like measuring the pros and cons and the benefits. Am I saying it to be productive and to be to bring about some kind of like change and to be constructive or am I saying it because you didn't get on my nerves in this moment and you didn't really piss me off so it's very imperative for me to just be very cognizant of the people that I have around me and what I have around me because I just don't want anybody else around me that's constantly sucking me dry and when I can't be the tailor that they need to be, then I become whatever they want to call me. Whether it's um, telling me I'm fake, telling me um, that you you put people down to make yourself feel good, uh, calling saying I'm weird. And just a bunch of other stuff that I just, I can't, I, I just can't get with. Because I think, honestly, we need to find better words in, in terms of expressing ourselves, ourselves because that can be very offensive. Especially when a lot of it is not based in fact. It's based in your emotion and what you're feeling. It's based in your selfishness. It's based in... um. Your, your own insecurities and what you have going on in the moment that you have going on. At the end of the day, the sun rises and sets around the entire fucking earth. Not one person. Not one spe- specific person. So to think that my world and my reality and what I have going on should revolve around your feelings and how you feel about me at all times is crazy. So I just don't want people to be around me anymore um, that feel that way because it's hurtful. And not only is it hurtful, but um, I feel things and I feel things strongly and I'm accepting that about myself. I am very empathic and people call themselves empaths, but they don't really understand what that word means. And not only do I feel things strongly, but I internalize things. And that's something that through therapy I'm working through. Because like I said, for for the longest, I've allowed people to have their opinions. And outside, like on the outside, it's like I, <laughs> I moved to the beat of my own drum. But it's a mental struggle with me daily trying to move to the beat of my own drum while ignoring but still having everybody else's thoughts in my subconscious mind guiding how I walk through life and I think that when 
and this is some this is for another the my whole journey with God and how I see things in that re- regard is just a whole nother episode within itself so I won't even get into that but I will say this I think that it's important to quiet the noise around you so that you can work through those thoughts that's already internalized to be a better version of you and that's where I am and that's what I'm doing and if you don't understand that then I can't help you understand it if you can't understand and I get it that a lot until and I, I live by the saying People don't get it until they get it. And until people are are in situations that you find yourself in for themselves, they don't get it. So I can't expect you to get it Um, or to fully comprehend it. I can only expect you to try to comprehend it. And I feel like a lot of people don't try to comprehend where I am in life and what I have going on in life. And it may not be me answering your phone call every time you call or me returning the text message or me getting one track minded saying that I'm going to do something. And if I don't write it down or set aside time throughout the day to do it, then I might forget about it. Or even if I set aside time to do it, when it comes to prioritizing my list of things that I have to do, do throughout the day, some stuff may get to, um, get sent to the bottom and reaching out to people may be that, especially if that outreach I know is going to come requires a lot of me. And when I say require a lot of me, I understand that people be in different spaces and need you in different moments for different things. And most times when people need me, it's a, I ain't going to say it's a burden because I, I don't want anybody around me to feel like they're a burden to me because you're not. But it requires a certain level of mental capacity that I don't always have day in and day out, given the type of work that I do and where I just come from in life, being tied down with the strenuous demands of school. Like, so if you're not open to that and and any disagreement you have with me, you automatically go to disrespecting me and associate things with my character that's just not true and that just don't fit or go against what the majority feel about me. And again, I, I say that loosely because the majority can feel how they want to feel. The majority of people felt the way about Jesus and he still got on with his life the way he was supposed to get on with his life. But if... The reason why you feel about about me is not something I've done intentionally, intentionally and maliciously. Then I don't, I don't care to be around you because at that point you're not operating in the level of understanding that I need you to operate in, or the level of communication that I need you to operate in. If you're gonna res- automatically resort to calling me fake, to saying that I put people down, calling me weird saying that I think I'm better than everybody, saying, you know, and and using little jabs about my education and things like that, trying to make me feel dumb, even though I've, I've reached a certain level. Like, I just don't have time for that. I just, I just don't got time for that. And I can only allow you to make me feel a certain type of way. Like, you can't make me feel a certain type of way unless I allow that. And I'm done allowing that in my life. Like, I'm done allowing people's lack of emotional intelligence and poor communication of their own feelings to be ingrained in in my damn brain about how I show up and the ways in which I choose to show up like I just don't I don't want that anymore 
So if that is you, I want you to stay away from me. There's no love lost. I promise you there's no love lost. I understand it. You have to do what's best for you, and I'm doing what's best for me. You can love me from a distance. I'm going to always root for you. You know, I'm going to support you in the way that I feel is appropriate to support you at that time. And that's just going to be that. I just don't have... I, I don't have it anymore for people. I, I just don't. I don't have it anymore for people. And that's just where I am with it. And it's and my podcasts are very reactional, reactive, not reactional, reactive in nature in that this is a therapeutic process for me. So I'm journaling because I don't like to write. And it's not that I don't like to write. It requires just a lot <laughs> when I do it every day in my work. But um, and so this, essentially my podcast is going to be reactive in nature because what I'm speaking about is not a topic somebody gave me. It's something that I felt It's something based on an experience that I've had, whether recent or previously, and I'm allowing myself to process the feelings so that being said, like I was called a low vibrational psychologist. Funny, funny, because I just, again, if you have, if you feel like you have to communicate how, you, however you feel about me in terms of how I made you feel at any point, instead of having a conversation about your feelings, uh, 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 I don't even want to say a mature one, but in a, an effective one, right? an effective conversation that's not going to lead to me disrespecting you back or me just washing my hands with you completely. Like, it's not a conversation to grow our relationship. I just want you to stay away from me because why are we calling me names? Like, why are we why are we insulting me? And then to call me a low vibrational psychologist, for one, I need all of y'all to stop with this social media-ass rhetoric that y'all y'all get from social media, hence social media as rhetoric, and then using it in y'all everyday life to insult people. Because again, people say that words don't hurt, da da da. Now that shit cut like a knife. And to keep me from when you go low, to keep me from going to hell and burning this shit down with the way my mouth is set up. Like, I just, I, I just need people to stay away from me if that's the type of time you want, because I'm not on that type of time. I'm not saying that I haven't ever been on that type of time, but where I am now currently, that's not the type of time I'm on. Like, yeah, I used to go toe-to-toe with a person in a minute, but it, it's just safer for me. It's more productive for me to stay in character and to be in tune with who I know I am to be. Regards to how people see me based on how I show up in terms of how they treat me, it's just, it's best with that type of stuff just to stay away from me. And this is just like a heed my warning of stop poking a damn bear because I really put that side of me to rest. And not everybody, it's only a few people that have seen that side of me, like that real mean, evil, satanic side of me. And I say satanic because most people will consider it like devil-like behavior, devilish-like behavior. And only certain people have seen that side of me. And I promise you that side of me ain't shit to play with and it's nothing nice. 
Like not, I and I ain't even talking about. I told y'all I I ain't with the ver the physical physical violence and physical aggression, but I will cut you like my verbal aggression, my verbal me being verbally combative, the things that I say to a motherfucker verbal will have you going tucked in a motherfucking corner. And if you ever had a suicidal thought, I promise you, when you get me there. When you get home, you will be calling the people because you feel like you're a threat to yourself. And because I'm in a space now and I'm trying to use what I've learned through my training and, and trying to practice what I preach when I'm working with patients because I've I've seen I've worked with patients who, you know, were suicidal and that one little thing that somebody said was so bad to them that they immediately tried to off themselves. And I know how I felt having to provide therapy to a patient like that. So, that being said, I tried to, with my low vibrational ass, I try to not even operate in that type of energy and go there because I, I know the effects that I feel providing therapy to people like that. And I know the impact of what that make people, how that make people feel around you when, like, you're just encountering somebody that's going through that. So, my low vibrational self... My low, the the low vibrational psychologist in me try to apply that to my day to day and how I interact with people, and that's why it's just best for people just to not be around me consistently or at all when that's the type of time you want, because that's not the type of time I'm on. Because I know how my words can cut, I know what they can do, I know the impacts that they have on people, and I know how hateful they have the potential to be. And I'm not a hateful person. I'm a very loving person. I'm very, I'm a very, very loving person. And I've learned that about myself. I feel better about myself when I'm giving love, not when I'm full of revenge and all this and just being vengeful. Like that, that don't fuel, that makes me feel like a, a shitty ass person. And I like to give love. Like I've, I like to be there for people. I love to support people. I love to pour into people. I love to encourage people. That's just the type of person I am. That's the type of person I feel like I am called to be. That's the type of person that I aspire to be because, and again, pushing purpose, my next episode for this podcast, will get into this whole idea of knowing your purpose and feeling what, knowing your purpose and doing what you're called to do. And knowing what that feels like to know your purpose. And for me, it's being and shedding that love and that light. So to have me in that space, I don't even want to be, I don't want to be around you. I want nothing to do with you. Like, I just want you to stay clear of me because that's not where I am. And I don't want to be, you know, I try to be a high vibrational psychologist as much as I can, but apparently I'm a low vibrational one. So we'll go with that. We'll run with that. A low vibrational psychologist is someone who, you know, according to this, you know, since you're going to call me a low vibrational psychologist, a low vibrational psychologist is somebody that extends themselves constantly, selflessly, putting their own pride and ego to the side and still being there for people who have wronged them. I guess that's what low, low vibrational is. Low vibrational is thinking before you react. Low vibrational is giving people warnings about how they're triggering you. I guess that's low vibrational. Low vibrational is moving forward, like 
and trying to be a better person, not saying a perfect person because I have my ways, I have my days, and we all do, but I guess that's what a low vibration, so I'll be a low vibrational ass psychologist because being a low vibrational ass psychologist give me the reviews that I need to get from my supervisors. A low vibrational psychologist keeps me fucking employed. A low vibrational psychologist keeps the people around me wanting to be around me. I don't have, I don't, I don't feel like I have fake friends around me. I don't think I've ever had fake friends around me. I had people that were in my life that I consider friends who are no longer friends anymore uh, in terms of how they see me because I still see certain people as a friend regardless of whether they see me as a friend tonight. So I guess that's low vibrational. Um, but I ha I do feel like there are people that were put in my life for a reason and a season and to teach me lessons. Were they fake? No, they, they served their purpose. That's what I feel like. They served their purpose. They were real to who they were and what they needed to be in my life to get me to understand whatever I need to understand in that season. But to call me, like, to call me low vibrational, I guess, I guess I'm low vibrational then because I, I guess I am. Like, I, I don't know. But what we not going to do, what I'm not going to tolerate, you don't have to meet my expectations. I, you you just don't have to meet. Nobody has to meet my expectations, essentially, right? Um, I can't, I've come to the, terms where I can't change people I can't do make them meet my expectations and make them do what I expect of them given their role in my life I can't do that but what I can do is change how I interact with you I can change the, the amount of access you have to me I can change those things and still operate as a person from love with love and in love like I can still do that, like, and, I, and that's where I am, and I, I'm unapologetic about it at this point in life, and I'm just not, I'm, I'm done, like, I'm done, I think this was very needed in terms of people understanding, please leave me the fuck alone, leave me alone, if you can't, I don't, I don't ask for much. Like, I'm not a high-maintenance friend by, by any means. I'm not a high-maintenance friend. But, and I do understand that the way that some of my friends interact with me is essentially my karma. And at some point, I was that friend. Whether it's being so in, encapsulated in a man or in a relationship whether it's being distant because you're going through things and just isolating with, and ignoring people because that's your God-given right to do what makes what you need to do to be a, per, a fully functioning individual and a person and a human, a functional human in society. Like, I've been that person. Like, I do understand that I've been nasty to people. I've been mean to people. So, when... People doing it to me, I understand it. I've been that person. So who am I to think that it can't happen to me? But what I, what, here's, here's the thing. Here's the ticket. Here's the golden ticket, the golden nugget, is that just because I've been that person don't mean I have to tolerate it where I am in life. Because just like they didn't have to tolerate it, and most people didn't, they didn't, don't mean I have to tolerate it. People left me whenever they saw fit. People did what they needed to do for them whenever they saw fit. So guess what? <laughs> the low vibrational psychologist is going to do the same thing. Okay? Okay. Because I think there is a misconception. I think there is a huge misconception in what a psychologist 
is expected to do within their role and within their actual day-to-day life outside of their role as a psychologist, right? So when you become a psychologist, when you graduate from these programs, you you do, you take a you take an oath. You go take you do the oath of ethics and you know, saying that you gonna abide by the oath, the ethics and thing meet the ethical guidelines and stuff like that. And one of the ethics the code of ethics that we abide by is this idea of not having and these these code of ethics this can be found on the American Psychological Association website. I swear to God I'm not making this up. Like Anybody that was at my graduation, watched my graduation, or graduated from a graduate level psychology program where you're going into being a clinician, I'm not talking about like a general psychology degree or anything like that, but I'm saying like, because I don't know what they do for general psychology degrees, that's why I'm saying that. Um, But I know if you're in a counseling program, if you're in um, a clinical counseling, a clinical psych program, a school psych, you you have you at the graduate or have they do it. They make you do this oath, and essentially, obviously, it's up to you to abide by these rules. I mean, by these code, by the code of ethics, and be ethical and moral in your practice. Nobody's gonna know unless somebody reports you. But it's all about having integrity, right? But the code of ethics, it states, like, you can't serve a double role. I forget exactly what it's called, but I think it, I think it's called double role. Um, but it might be called something else. I can't remember exactly the exact wording. But, like, I can't practice and have a practice and then provide therapy to people, to friends, family, or friends family, friends, and things like that, people that I know and that are in close proximity to me. Now, I'm not saying, like, if my friend, one of my friends from school have a a family member that they want to receive therapy. Like, I, if I don't know that family member, I could provide therapy to them, right? But I say that to say, like, it's a reason why things like that is in place, right? Due to a conflict of interest. And I'm a, the, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because that's very important for people to understand that my role as a psychologist, it's from office out the start of office hours to the end of office hours. From the start of the school year to the end of the school year. Outside of that, I don't have to function as a psychologist. In fact, the low vibra- low vibrational psychologist was taught, was very much so taught to have a balance because that's a part of self-care in your work and your actual life. I go to therapy. This is what is taught, that self-care piece. At work, they talk about self-care. That's a part of self-care. Knowing those, knowing that, that divide, right? So how I operate as a psychologist, I don't have to operate like that in my personal life. Should I apply the things that I say in terms of emotional regulation, yes, and that's why I went and got therapy because I realized I'm preaching this stuff, but I'm struggling with it myself. Like, I'm struggling. I'm actually struggling with preaching it because I'm, I wouldn't say that I wasn't doing it, but I wasn't doing it effectively and efficiently and in a, and in a functional way. So, yes, I went and got therapy so that I could actually apply what I teach these people because I believe in it, 
But how much believing am I doing if I'm not actually practicing it, right? So, yes, I went and got therapy to essentially implement those things. But we talking about 22 decades, over two decades of poor poor habits and undoing. And also, of course, I'm not going to be perfect. Again, I have my ways, I have my days. But to constantly throw my profession in it, to try to insult me, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with it because that's that's not healthy and it's not right and it's not fair. Because at that point, you are essentially saying that I should be robotic. I shouldn't be human and I should be perfect. I wish I was perfect shit. I have my husband by now. I have my house. I have my car. Everything be paid off. I have at least a billion, uh, at least a meal in in, a, in the bank account. I'm other professional goals to be be uh, checked off I'm other social goals to be checked off like I wouldn't be in debt from school so like there are certain yeah if I was perfect yeah I wish I was perfect because them things wouldn't exist them things wouldn't exist I wouldn't be allergic to dogs so I have my dog and my family you know but those things exist like those all of those things I'm, I'm not there yet I'm not perfect and I'm never going to be perfect. So if you're going to throw essentially my flaws and imperfections in areas that I know that I'm still developing in that I've acknowledged because that's that accountability piece. That's that accountability piece for me that I have a lot to work on. And that's where I am. So if you're going to throw that in my face and be this person that is a liability to me. And again, knowing your purpose, pushing purpose is gonna be the next episode i'm gonna get into liabilities and assets when you know your purpose so if you're gonna be that to me i don't want you around me if you can't meet my expectation the way i'm willing to try and i'm not even gonna say meet it if you're not willing to try to meet my expectation the way that i'm willing to try to meet yours then i don't want you around me period like i don't want to be called negative things because you lack and refuse to find a different way of communicating. Bye. And this goes for every everybody. Friends, family, niggas, all that. Ooh, uh, all that. Men, not niggas, y'all. I can't be having, you know, people out here thinking it's okay to use that word. But <laughs> men, like, that, it goes for all that. Like, if you cannot... Do as I ask of you, or at least try to do as I ask of you the same way. And I'm not asking nobody to be perfect. I'm just saying try. And then when I ask you to stop talking or to watch how you're talking to me and you continue to talk to me the way you're talking to me and you don't care and you try and justify it, baby, bye. Bye. That's all I got for you is bye. 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 So, from the low vibrational psychologist to you all, this is what I want y'all to take from this episode. And if you do, you do. And if you don't, you don't. But this was the main message. Stay the fuck from around me. If you are going to continue to insult me during a disagreement, if you're going to continue to associate negative things to my my character because I'm not showing up for the way for you the way that you're used to me showing up or for the way that makes you comfortable with where you are in life 
and where you are in, in your position in my life. Stay the fuck from away from me. Stay away from me if you're not ready to go on this growth journey with me because we're changing, we're evolving every day. At least you should be. If you're not, that's your, that's your personal journey. Yeah, but you should be. Um, but if you're not ready to to accept that evolve that evolution of Taylor in every like aspect, then stay away from me because I am evolving. I have made mistakes in the past. I have not been the per- the most emotionally stabled, <laughs> for lack of better words, emotionally competent individual. Uh, one of the most self-regulated individual in the world previously, but I am here now trying to be a better version of me. And if every time you get in an argument, you're going to bring up the old me, I may, I, I don't care about you bringing it up. I made my peace with my past and that's just what it is. And that's just what it's going to be. But stay away from me if that's what you about, because honestly, you need to go do some work on you if Every time you have a disagreement, you got to bring up my past. Please go find you somebody to play with and stop playing in my face. Because you're going to keep poking the bear and that's somebody, that's a side nobody wants to be on. Period. Like, that's the side. No, be on this giving side. Be on this loving side. Be on this good side. Be on this God-like side. This this real, this, this godly side. Be on that side. Okay? Be on be on the side that's walking in on this, this journey and this spiritual and this faith based journey okay be on that side don't be on that flesh side because once you enter that 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 flesh it ain't good for you and i'm trying to not come out of character because i don't enjoy being that person and it's very expensive to be that person and it's a price i'm not willing to pay so just stay away from me and then lastly the last thing i want you to take from this is (laughs) find out what you do and you don't want in your life and stand on it stand 10 toes stand on it like don't move be steadfast don't waver don't make no exceptions because once you figure out what it is that you will and will not tolerate and what you do and do on around you i promise you you're gonna see a, a a great difference and it might get lonely sometimes it might it might get lonely for sure it may get to the point where you feel like you ain't got nobody but you but God going to come through and he going to show you that he's put people in your life to show you that he's with you and that he's going to forever have you and, but stand on it because once you stop being a doormat and a punching bag and whatever other word that can describe the lack of boundaries of having less boundaries, I promise you, you going to be in a different headspace. Your price going to go up for real. And just everything you do, like, I'm just so much in a space where, like, I want to enjoy life that anybody that don't want to enjoy life, like, I'm going to see you when I see you. If you don't have to have the type of energy I have when I have free time and I'm outside, stay in the house. I That's why I've learned to go outside by myself and be comfortable with it because everybody's not going to have that energy at every point in life. But I got so much joy in my heart and in my in my mind right now. And I'm not going to say happiness because happiness fluctuates. Happiness changes day to day based on experience. I'm not always happy. I don't always experience happiness, but I forever have joy. And because I have joy, that allows me to be in a space where 
I can find a silver lining in things and I can find a reason to smile even through my hardest days and I can find my like the strength to show up no matter what I'm going through and put on a happy face and be in a moment and celebrate and be whatever thing or person I need to be in that situation right so again understanding the different versions of you and what those different versions of you require is important figure that out set them set them expectations and stand on it stand on it stand on it stand on it it's time we start standing on everything for us to get to because this just generation is going to hell like and when i say hell i don't mean like condemning i mean like the bars in hell burning and we uh we on the bar burning with it okay that's what i mean um <laughs> And there needs to be some kind of restoration. So setting those boundaries, standing on it, and setting those boundaries outside of internalized thoughts based on what people have said to you and setting those boundaries based on um, just, you know, what you feel about yourself and what you need to be whole and to be a person. So stay tuned for my next episode. Um, It will drop sooner than later. It's called Pushing P and Purpose, Pushing Purpose, and we'll talk all about purpose and knowing your purpose and the importance of that. Until next time, y'all.